Well, good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining my podcast, She's a Pastor. I'm super excited about this. I am just so grateful for everyone who is joining in and listening, everyone who's been supportive from the time that I put this out about the podcast and up until this point. Um, I've received messages, text messages. It's just been so great and so overwhelming but it just it warms my heart and i am so 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 appreciative um i just pray that everyone enjoys this i pray that it blesses you just as much as it's been blessing me to even prepare um the material uh, so before we get started just a quick housekeeping um just basically it's nothing heavy just basically just to go over you know what to expect from this podcast and it's really just expect the unexpected um, but I'll elaborate a little up to, I just had the thought because I know me and I am very compassionate and I can be, I can be super emotional. Anything makes me cry. So I may have moments when we're, when I'm in the midst of a topic or a discussion and it may move me in a certain kind of way to where like my voice may crack or something. Um, and not only that, the whole topic can go a totally different way, you know, it, you just never know, it's it's just, God can have a way sometimes of just, you know, changing the whole atmosphere, and I can get on topic, you know, we can just, even if it's uh, an interview with someone, whatever we're discussing, you could just go somewhere else, it just may be moments where I just feel the need that, you know, to pray for someone, you know, to pray, um, or just just to have a moment of just silence and just reflect on whatever was just said or whatever is about to be said you just never know um but the way i want to go into it is just um like stepping in without borders you know this is just like my place to be me and be open and share my heart and whatever god puts on my heart up to say whatever i feel led to say whatever whatever thoughts I may have, just anything, you know, it's just, if I'm going to be transparent, then I'm just going to be transparent about everything as a whole. Uh, So I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, And by no means will anything ever be anything that's going to be offensive to anyone. Not at all. Um, But with that being said, again, thank you so much for joining my podcast. I am your host, Denise, and I am just super 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 excited so excited about what i what i have prepared for this podcast uh again i just pray that it blesses you just as much as it's blessed me uh to do it and so without further ado shall we begin Well, thank you again for joining my podcast, She's a Pastor. I'm your host, Denise. I'm so excited about this, and I'm just so grateful that you all are joining in, and I'm able to share this with you all. Um, it was interesting the way the way it all came out, because I struggled with it for a little while, because I was so 
depressed about getting something out there for you guys that I was trying so hard like I was trying too hard and and I came to a moment that I had just had to tell myself to just stop <laughs> um like really I like had to snap out of it and I just said you know what Denise just stop 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 trying to force it you know you can't force things at all because you know it's basically if it's for you it's for you it's not going to be forced so you just have to let it go and allow it to come on its own and that's exactly what I did and it was so interesting the way it happened because I um I was just on a text on a group text with my siblings and you know it was just a great vibe it was just a great conversation and just hearing all that they were saying it really pretty much like inspired me you know and that's a great thing I love my siblings and to get that you know they inspire me it's just so awesome um but I was able to come up with you know for everything to just flow and so I am just so glad that it just worked out that way um so I titled it the COVID-19 experience um but also gave it like a subtitle like a beautiful breakthrough um because just the way I look at things is that you know we all go through seasons in life we go through storms there are trials and there are there's always opposition and you know that's expected through throughout you know our lives you know that's that's expected um <clears throat> but what is also expected um what also comes into play whenever there is a storm or there's any type of trials or or resistance you know there's always a beautiful breakthrough so i just found that to be fitting because i i truly believe that for many that this season this time that we're in isolation and we're all being quarantined i believe that it's it's a it's a time for for us to just it's preparing us for a beautiful breakthrough basically you know um and i truly believe that it is safe to say that that this experience is one that everyone is feeling right now as the entire world is being impacted <clears throat> by this invisible terrorist that has made its way into our lives and has caused so many different emotions for every single soul that is walking this earth no one is ex- is exempt from this absolutely no one i'm i'm pretty sure that if we are to have a conversation with someone about this you you'll find that there are some similarities to how this has impacted you but also hear their perspective or what works for them or what they're getting from this season that that we are all in we all have our our own way of processing things and depending on the mindset that we have we may look at this in so many different ways I'm one that looks at it in so many different ways, but at the same time, I don't take away from how this is affecting others or what others have to say about it at, you know, at all. And I'm sure that there are some that may not agree with my thoughts and how I view what we're experiencing, but this is just an example of the mere fact that while we are all different in so many ways, there are some similarities as well. 
we have completely different lives, but we all go through situations in life and we all experience moments in life that if we're given the opportunity, you may be able to uh, sit with someone and have a discussion about life and later learn that you have something in common, you know, that you come from totally different backgrounds, and but you, you've, you've been through a similar experience at some point in your whole existence. See, life is no respecter of persons. No one is exempt from experiencing the roller coaster of emotions that life brings. No, absolutely not one. Um, I take comfort in knowing that while we all experience storms in life, there's always a breakthrough and the joy that comes from, from it, it surpasses the troubles that we walk through when we're in the middle of the storm. I seek to find the beauty of it because no matter how ugly things may get, there is beauty that comes from ashes. We're going to experience life. It's not going to be all roses. It's going to be trying. There are going to be storms in life. We're all going to experience things. And I think as we go on, as life continues, the storms get to get to, they get a little more crazy, you know, and I'm speaking for myself when I say that it's like, as time goes on, the stronger I get and the more that I grow, the stronger the storms are. It's really like that. And at the same time, there's beauty in it because God always shows himself faithful. I It does not matter like what I go through. I see God. <clears throat> he does not leave me. I see his glory. I see his glory and I'm so grateful for that. I, I thank him. I, I really thank him. Uh, When all of this began, one thing that I did was write down a question. God, what is your purpose with this? This was not a question as, as if to say that God is the cause of this crisis. It was asked in the form that I'm acknowledging what is happening and what is getting ready to take place, but I'm embracing it and choosing to respond in a way that, okay, there's something to be learned here. There's an opportunity for growth. There's something great to expect from from this because as far as I can recall, I've been through so many I, I've been through many things in life. Not 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 something as big as what we're experiencing right now, but I've been through some things and God has never let me down. Not once has he left me. Not once has he forsaken me. And that is a promise that he has given to us all. And the thing about it is that he's not able to lie and he does not go back on his word. His word is true. His word is his word. His word even tells us that when everything else passes away, when there is nothing left, when there is absolutely nothing left, his word will remain. And and that's why his word is one of our weapons. (laughs) He also promises that what was meant for evil what was meant to bring harm to us, what was placed in front of us to try and stop us from moving forward in life, what tried to discourage us or take us out. So many things that we can say here. But how about you think of something? Think of a time in your life or a storm in your life that almost took you out or you thought that that was it. You know, think of a time where you you thought like, you know, um, like I know for myself, I can speak for myself when I when I've experienced those moments where I've been in a situation and and feel that this is it. 
I'm never gonna come out of this. Like there's 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 no end to this. Like I don't see the end to this. Like I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, you know? <clears throat> and that there's no way out or there's no coming back from it. But God, you see, he takes those things that the enemy tries to use against us to bring harm, to bring defeat, to bring shame, and he turns that thing around and uses it for our good. Because he's just that awesome and he loves us that much that he will make all things work together for our good. So just like with any personal experiences in life, we as a whole people, as the creation of the one who created the entire universe and all that is within it. Can you imagine the greatness of what's going to come from this storm that has hit the entire human race as a whole? Can you see it? I can see it. I'm in great expectation of the beautiful breakthrough that all people shall or or will experience once this storm is over. Now, please understand that while I while I while I say what I'm saying, I'm in no way taking away from what needs to be done in order to be safe. Besides, the word does say that faith without works is dead. <laughs> Um, and I'm I'm doing my part, you know. I'm putting quirks into my faith. Um, I'm being conscious about what is going on in the world, and actually seeking to find how it is impacting others has been an experience for me. Um, yeah, I hear all that is said from the media, which by no means like moves me, in, in a, to a certain extent, you know. But you know, it doesn't. That's not my my main. What it what it is is that I'm trying to. I look at it to to know the to stay in the know. I look at it to look at the numbers to hear about what other people are going through, um, and just trying to stay informed because I I know I I want to know what it's like for them. I want to be able to take that and put it in prayer and carry them with me, as to not forget. Uh, um, all those in every state and in every country that is in the middle of the storm with me. Although we're miles or worlds apart, we're still one people. Plus, what good does it do me if I'm so caught up and worried about myself and not of others? I may not be able to help them and provide for them financially or, or, or anything like that, but I can pray for them. A second thing that I did when we were on the lock, while we've been on this lockdown, not that we were, we will, that will be soon, but um, (laughs) I created a group text with my mother and some of my siblings, some of my nieces and nephews and my children. And I did this because I was thinking that we're not going to be able to see each other. So let's have this as a way to communicate as a group so that we could stay connected because isolation can bring some things that are not great if you allow it. Um, I wanted to have this available for everyone as some form of comfort, like a positivity outlet where we can all just chat and laugh and not be so consumed with what is taking place because we're able to get so caught up and so worried about what is happening that we give it too much power and it can control us. And I refuse, you know, so that's a good way just to, even if it's just for, um, a good 15, 20 minutes just to take your mind off of those kind of things, you know, and just focus on something good and and, and laugh and just make you feel good. See, we all know 
that this is going to take its course and this is not a pretty thing. You know, so many people are dying. So many people are infected. So many people have lost their jobs. So many states have been struggling to make sure that they have what they need in order to take care of their people. It's just so much behind this crisis. It, it has really shaken all people globally. You know, and my hope and prayer is that we not get stuck on what is happening, but rather we take this time to prepare for what is to come. Because you see, sometimes we we have to go through a time of isolation in order to be completely still without any distractions. You know, it, it, it's, it's like a time to just be able to, to reflect on oneself and 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 without having a schedule and a list of to-dos, but really have time to stop and just take a step back and really be still and, and reflect, to reevaluate some things and to really find yourself again. We as human beings can get so consumed with the day-to-day busyness of life, you know, having to adult and the cares of this world that we lose sight of the main thing. We lose sight of the big picture. I must say that being able to just be home all day, every day for the last month has been a great season for me. While this crisis is an evil that has caused so much hurt and pain and devastation to millions of lives, again, we must seek to find the beauty in the ashes that come from this. It's not to say that I don't have moments because I have moments. You know, I have moments where I think about all that's going on and and the what ifs, but at the same time, I seek to find the beauty in the things. And it has been a great time for me being home and not being so distracted. That's basically what I'm trying to say. You know, it's 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 not that it's not that I, I'm like disregarding or not acknowledging what's actually taking place, but I'm just I'm just giving it from how this experience has been for me, you know, through my time of isolation. You know, um <clears throat> you actually have time to reflect. You actually have time to see what's going on in your home. And I'm speaking up for myself because if it were a normal day, I would be like all over and getting home late and So you don't really get to see what goes on in your house in a day-to-day. You know, you don't really get to see um, all that, the the activities that your children do or, well, mine are older. So it's like you really don't get to have talks with them or see um, how their day has been or how you can help them and empower them and encourage them and things you can help them, you know, motivate them to do. but like it's been a it's been a great experience for us here because we're able to just, you know, chill, spend time together, have conversations and you know, and actually have time. Not just a little bit of time where you're like, Okay, I'm tired, you know, I'm ready to go to bed because I gotta do it all over again the next day. You know, and it's just been a great experience, even for them. Like my son even told me, you know, he's he's like it's been pretty cool having me here all day, every day. Um, so I can recall listening to a sermon a few weeks ago, um, and it was around the time that the quarantine began. And I remember him saying, speaking on isolation and using the analogy of a of a butterfly. Um, and I just found that to be so amazing. And I, I'm not able, I can't remember everything that he said, 
but I'm gonna give you basically my take on the process of a butterfly. <laughs> All right, so for a butterfly to become a butterfly, it goes through stages. This is a process. Um, it's a process. It begins with this butterfly being a caterpillar, of course. And um, I read something that said a caterpillar must endure a season of isolation before it turns into a butterfly. Something else I read, um, it it called it a painful process of isolation, change, and transformation. Um, Another article that I read said, before growing into an adult, it goes through various stages, with each stage having a different goal. Okay, so moving along, the transformation um, of a caterpillar takes place in what is called a chrysalis, or for many, a cocoon. Um... So one of the meanings of for chrysalis is a transitional state. The meaning of cocoon uh, is envelope or surround in a protective or comforting way. Another says that it is a protection in the pupil stage for an insect. So during this season of being in a cocoon, some things are taking place. I like what this article said. It said that several things are happening and it is not a a resting stage. Um, So during the time in the cocoon, a butterfly goes through a life cycle of four stages. And the first is the egg, which will last three to seven days. Um, The second is the larva stage, which is pretty much a juvenile stage of of the butterfly. And the third is pupa. An intermediate, usually quiescent stage, which which means to be in a state or period of inactivity or dormancy. You know, it's kind of like we're in isolation. (laughs) Um, And I promise you all, I'm going somewhere with this. Just, you know, stay with me, please. Um, It's during this metamorphic stage that an insect undergoes internal changes by which larval structures are replaced by those typical of imago. And imago being the fourth stage, which is the final stage that an insect attains during metamorphosis. It's a process of growth and development. So during this process, the caterpillar, the caterpillar's, uh, (laughs) the caterpillar's old body dies inside of the chrysalis or cocoon and a new body with beautiful wings appears. This whole process that a caterpillar goes through, it's, it's, I don't know why I'm not able to say that now. Well, the process that they go through is called metamorphosis, and it's just amazing. And I, I wish I could share it all with you, but I don't want to bore anyone and lose you. So the whole process of what I, the whole purpose of what I explained in regard to the transformation of a caterpillar to a butterfly is this. Um... The process must be done in isolation. You know, um, I didn't share all that that I read on this, but there are so many things that a cater- a caterpillar goes through that is just not pretty. It is a, it's slow and it's gradual and it's gruesome. You know, the old body is broken down. Some old tissues are destroyed. It's just an ugly process. Um, it's during this time of isolation that this ugly and painful process takes place for this insect and after this season of transformation is complete the butterfly breaks out of the chrysalis you know like a beautiful breakthrough (laughs) so um it was you know it was just the ugliest thing for it's it's the ugliest process for them it's just gruesome and 
um, things are destroyed and and this is done while they are in isolation this is what they're going through you know a caterpillar and after the whole process and after uh, after all of this is done they just break out you know they break out as a as a beautiful butterfly and can you imagine what 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 will come forth for us so many things stuck out for me while reading and researching this. Um, I think, I think I'll have to like make do a sermon on this or some type of little series for real, like real talk. Um, I said all of that just to say this: we are in a time of isolation, and while the process of this quarantine or this isolation is not pretty, it is really up to us to determine how our breakthrough will be. This depends on how. We're using this time of isolation. What are we allowing to take place? You know, what are we doing with this time that is not a time of resting? There are things that that I've been thinking about. Well, these are things that I've been thinking about. And what I've been doing with this time is like, um, you know, what I've been, what am I going to do with this time? Like, what do I want to do with the time? How I'm going to use this time? You know, I said before, like, come what may during this time here. Um, I know that once this is over, I don't want to come out of this thing where I was when it began. Like, what am I going to do with this time? Well, look, look what I just did. I, I got a podcast. <laughs> um, but I, I know and I understand that so many are going through so much, but I also know that this is not our end. I know that there is more to come. And I believe that while some in authority may use this to their advantage, God is using it for our good. He's definitely going to use this for our good. Um, I asked a few of my siblings during our group text if they could describe what this season has been like for them. You know, in one word or in one sentence, what would it be? Um, Only some replied, but that they gave me one word and I did this again I did this again because I want to know what it's like for others you know what are they experiencing the, during this season of isolation excuse me of isolation what comes to mind for them how has this whole thing for them been you know what are their thoughts and me being me I went back and pulled up the definitions for each of them you know each of their words you know, because there's just so much that you can get from the definitions of a word. There's so much. It, it's also because I'm always I'm always studying and looking up words for my Bible class or my theology class, and and I and I love to break down the word. So to hear its definition is just so much more powerful to me. It's just it, it really is. Um, so these are the words that they gave me. One of them gave me the word deliverance. And the meaning to that is the action of being rescued or set free. Um, Another word was challenging. And that meaning is testing one's abilities uh, or demanding. The capacity, well, sorry. The next word was resilience. And it was the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties, toughness. And the second um, definition was the ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape, elasticity. Reassurance was the next word. And the definition is the action of removing one's doubts or fears. And she actually gave me her definition with her, which I thought was funny. 
Um, the next word was freedom. And along with this one, um, my sister said, and yet a time to face ourselves and do some necessary shadow work. Um, and the meaning of freedom is the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. And lastly, the busy, which means to be engaged. Um, of course, these words give more than one definition, but I searched for those that, you know, I found to be relatable and, you know, that had more power to it, that actually, you know, that applied to this because um, these really, it's, it's just, it's, it's funny how they all, how they all correlate, you know, in some way, like to, to the experience, you know, their experiences, but at the same time, they just all come together, like to say, excuse me, so to say like, um, to say like deliverance, you know, we're, we're going to be delivered from this and what we're going through right now, it is pretty challenging. You know, this thing is demanding. It really is demanding. It's demanding people's lives. You know, it's just, it's demanding for us to say we're in our homes. We, you know, we're being told to stay in our homes. Um, and at the same, and, and then resilience, you know, we are resilient enough to go through this because we're going to go, we're going to go through this. We're going to get through this. We're going to be able to spring back into shape, but not just back into shape, but into something greater. We're going to be able to recover from this all in its time. And we have that reassurance you know we have that what that action of removing these doubts or fears about this situation right here and and then there's freedom you know then there's freedom and a time for us to face ourselves and do some necessary shadow work I like that I like that a lot shadow work um but freedom you know the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved and and that can go many ways, you know, your thoughts, your mindset, your situation, not being imprisoned by those things, but being free, you know, because when we're in this time of isolation, that, that can, that can happen, you know, your mind, your, your thoughts, that's where the battle is, you know, there's a battle going on in our minds constantly, you know, and we have to be able to, we have to be able to like, not get so consumed with those thoughts. And we are, that's basically what I'm trying to say, like freedom from those things, being free, being delivered from all the challenges and being resilient and having that reassurance that this, this too shall pass. And then, you know, the thought of like being busy, being engaged, you know, if a caterpillar can go through such a gruesome process all on its own and overcome the ugliness to come forth and break through in all of its beauty. Just think of how how beautiful a butterfly is. You know, they're gorgeous. But if they can go through that, how much more can we who are also God's creation and who he loved us, who he loved enough that he created us in his image and his likeness. Imagine what our beautiful breakthrough can look like. That's what I think about. You know, we're favored. And if he thinks so highly, or if he sees us in his beauty and image, and if he is so graceful with other creation that are below us, if he takes care of them so greatly, how much more will he do for us? You know, that's what I, that's just, that's just, 
that's how I think of things. That's how I look at things. And and I leave it with these last two things. You know, um, this has been so great. I absolutely love this. I love this so much. <laughs> this is just awesome. Um, but I leave it with these two things. I saw this um, Instagram post and I saved it for myself. But after doing this and writing all that I that I would be speaking about, this came to mind and I thought that it it would be great. I think it's really fitting. Um, so this is what it says. It says, the truth is, the truth is that you have control of your thoughts. You have control of, re- let me read it over. The truth is you have control of your thoughts, reactions, and responses. And once you understand how powerful that choice can be, you'll be able to change more aspects of your life than you can imagine. I thought this was super dope. And let me tell you who wrote it because I don't want to be like, you know, I do that all the time. I, I make sure I give them their props, even if I don't know who they are. But still, it's it's someone else's words, not my words. And I never take anyone's words. Um, but the person, his name is Sebastian Bailey. Sebastian Bailey. You know, and that, I, I love that. Once you take control of your thoughts and how you respond to things. You know, yeah. That's, that's super dope. So lastly, I was putting all this together and I'm so grateful that things come the way they do to me, you know, when I'm ready. But while I was um, doing all of this, <clears throat> well, again, I studied the word of God and I thought of a scripture and well, I'm always thinking about scripture. This came to mind and um, thinking back to the butterfly and everything and the process that it goes through. You know, but it comes out in a in a beautiful breakthrough, a gorgeous butterfly, right? So I thought about this scripture and it's in Job. It's in Job 23. And it says, But he knows the way that I take, and he pays attention he pays attention to it. When he has tried me, I will come forth as refined gold, pure and luminous. I love that. I love that. And and then the it's an amplified version, so it just really like amplifies the word. Um, but just think about it. After you've been tried, after any storm in your life, not just this one, not just this crisis that we're we're in, although this is big, but after any storm or situation that makes you feel like this is it, I'm done. You know, things that made you feel like you are at your lowest like the worst situation you've ever been in, you know, like really rock bottom, you know, and it, it, and it really was rock bottom because if you think about Job, you know, saying that, you know, that he went through a lot, like he lost everything. I mean, literally everything. He lost it all. He lost his family. He lost his home. He lost everything, but he didn't lose his faith, you know? So just, like even not even things before things current things that are to come just think about it like he lost every single thing um him saying that that he knows the way that I take you know and he pays attention to it you know God sees all he knows all you know he's there he's here he's at this moment with us this crisis that we're going through. Matter of fact, he's already been here. You know? And that's why 
that's another reason why I find comfort in it because I know that that he's gonna get us through this you know and then he says that when he has tried me when he has allowed life to try me when he has allowed life to take away everything everything and it's what he allows because there are a lot of things that he does not allow for us to encounter there are a lot of things that he has kept from us you know that he has kept us from you know that we don't even know that we have not even seen because anything we go through in life it has to go through his hands first and yes the enemy even has to ask permission that's how great and special we are you know but job lost it all but he didn't lose his faith and he says that even though he knows the way that i take he sees where i am he's paying attention to it and after he has tried me i will come forth as refined gold pure and luminous yes we are even more gorgeous as a butterfly and this is for all not just the women the entire human race we're going to come out more gorgeous as a butterfly we're going to come out pure and, and luminous come forth as refined gold we are it's a terrible thing that that's going on it hurts my heart because just to hear what others are experiencing not even what media is saying but just the thought of knowing as a human being that other people may be go- what other people may be going through you know when they're losing loved ones when they're losing their jobs when they're losing their businesses you know me I'm super compassionate so that is that is always on my heart but we're going to come out of this we are and we're going to come out stronger and we're going to be pure and luminous you know as refined gold and that's the greatness about it that's the reassurance we have you know that's the blessed assurance that we have this has been great this has been so great and i'm so thankful i thank you all so much for for joining me and for being a part of my first podcast um please share it with people share it with people and follow me on instagram we're on instagram on facebook on twitter the podcast is on anchor it's on um spotify it's on soundcloud it's on itunes um you know it's in the works to be posted on other sites as well but i think that's a great start (laughs) um but please share with everyone um I hope you guys enjoyed it. Also, if you go on through Anchor, you can actually leave voice messages. You can leave questions. You can leave thoughts. You can leave, you know, you can even leave things that you would like, you know, to hear about. Things that you would like to hear us discuss on on, on, on the podcast. You know, there's going to be several people that I'm um, inviting on to the podcast. And, um, you know, professionals, entrepreneurs, all kinds of things, resources. That's just, I think it's just going to be great and helpful helpful for us all. So please, please, please follow me so that you don't miss out on anything. You can also go to the website, she'sapastor.com, and you can sign up to join our email list. Um, again, thank you all so much for this. It is, it is just, it's, it's been fun. It's just, it's awesome. 
I, I am really like in my element and it's just a wonderful feeling and I'm just so excited about what's to come. Um, again, thank you all for joining and chilling with me. Be blessed. Peace. Hey guys. So I just wanted to share something with you all about the experience with this first podcast and the whole process that I went through. Um, I prepared the podcast on April the 24th, you know, and I couldn't wait to post this. And for, for some reason, you know, stuff just kept coming up and keeping me from finalizing all and, and posting it, you know, and I wondered like why this keeps being delayed for all to hear. And just this morning, I, I understood why. You know, to be honest, I felt that there was something missing after hearing it three or four times. Um, I felt like there was more to give. And the last few days have been just moments of clarity for me. Um, And I needed this time in order to receive more insight to this so that I may be able to elaborate more and be a bit more transparent. Um, Yes, I'm going through a process of isolation and transformation, and it has it's had it has had its moments you know that have not been pretty but i realized today that just like the caterpillar went through such an ugly process of being broken and things being removed and recycled and undifferentiated cells have been used for other parts and that that are needed for the transformation into a beautiful butterfly you know so am i I've been faced with some things in the last few days that while I remain unshaken, it has certainly tried me and and caused me to have to make some tough decisions that I know are the right decisions, you know? And so I know this is all part of my transformation process and it is needed because for what God is about to do, there are some things and some people that just cannot go with me and and that's okay because some people are in your life only for a season and no matter how bad you want them to go with you they just cannot some are just not fully equipped for the next season of your life or or they will only be able they'll only be like a distraction you know and it's a harsh it's a harsh truth that some of some often have to face and yet we sometimes fight ourselves and at times we fight God because we want to hold on to this person or these things and and we just cannot you know and that just reminds me of Paul and that's one of my scriptures when he when he says that you know three times he asked God to take away this thorn from his side you know but God said, you know, in your weakness, I made per- my strength is made perfect. My strength is made perfect in your weakness, you know. And so allowing this to stay, allowing these things to not be removed holds up your transformation process and it can stumble your growth. See, before a caterpillar even begins the metamorphosis process, before even going into isolation, it feeds and it grows until it no longer fits it in its skin and they begin to shed their skin which turns into the cocoon or the chrysalis um in that same sense we outgrow things we come to an end of a season and it does not necessarily have to do have to be a bad thing 
you're leaving behind, but it's something that you have outgrown nonetheless, you know, and it is not something that will work with your new wineskin. It just won't fit. It just won't fit. You know, and even an olive has to go through the process of being crushed in order for the oil to run. And just like we need that new skin, we also need fresh oil. So while this quarantine has all a, has us all in a state of isolation, we're being transformed. We are in our metamorphosis process. We're being pressed and stretched, broken and crushed. Things are being extract, extracted and the ugly things are being revealed and removed. The body is being broken. Things are dying in order to have room for the new that is to come from this beautiful breakthrough. And no one said it would be pretty or easy. But one thing is comforting that Jesus said that in this life, we will have hardship. We will face hard times. But we can also take heart because he's overcome the world. <laughs>